Have you ever played uh, Saints Row? I have not, but I assume it's like Grand Theft Auto. So apparently, so I've never played the first or the second. Um, apparently, Saints Row uh, used to be basically just a GTA clone. Yeah, um, that's my but understanding. Since I'm actually one of those sad fucks uh, that uses a Stadia. Um, oh, they, you're using it? Yeah. Interesting. And yeah, and uh, I have been using it for like half a year now, and I've played uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, I've played Far Cry, I've played a bunch of games, but the problem is that, well, Google is Google, and Google isn't very liked by a lot of developers. Um, and also the games, you know, have to be ported to to mm, Stadia. Mm. Um, the library until now isn't really big and isn't very good. There's a bunch of Ubisoft games, like a bunch of Assassin's Creed games, uh, but I've played most of them and I, I, I'm still convinced that the newer ones will still be a, <laughs> a similar experience to the old ones, you know. Um, but Seems reasonable, yeah. So, so they released Saints Row the third um as a like a remastered version and i've never played one and i've watched like a there's this guy on youtube who makes those videos called before you buy the game yeah um he's really good and he was talking about that game and you know just the prospect of me hitting people with a huge dildo was like yeah awesome (laughs) that's like that's my jam and i got into the game and so, it at first, it kind of looks like a GTA clone. Mm-hmm. Um, the mechanics are also kind of similar, but there's a lot of, like, gang stuff involved. So, you have to, like, buy buildings uh, and buy shops uh, to and, like, uh, kill a bunch of, like, gang members from, like, the other gangs to, yeah. to like, you know, increase your... Your rep. Uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, <laughs> your street cred uh, for those areas uh, until you can take them over. And the game is way more unrealistic than than uh, GTA. It's more, it really plays on that, and it does it very, very well. So there's this one scene that's just you're jumping out of a helicopter, and so what? What are you supposed to do? Okay, so there's this penthouse. And you're supposed to take over this penthouse so it belongs to a rival gang. And obviously, you go there by helicopter. Uh, you jump out of the helicopter. And while you jump out, um, Kanye's West uh, Power is playing. <laughs> Which... It's a nice touch. It, it's a nice touch. And it's like, that's awesome. And yeah. you, you land and you can take like people as like human shields, basically. And you just grab some, some, some random person. Put them in front of you and just sh- start shooting up the place. Oh god, that sounds horrible. Please, NSA, don't listen. Um, uh, it's and like the COD episode, COD mission of no Russian. Yeah, exactly. In, <laughs> in, in the in the airport, right? It's like, yeah. yeah. But um, it's I mean it's insanely violent, and they have <laughs> and they have a like kind of a mini game, which are like mini missions that you can do. Mm. Um, they are called. Ah, oh, let me get. Uh, I'm quickly going to Google it because I don't want to butcher the name. All right. Because it's it's fucking insane. Uh, okay, give me a second. So it's called Professor Genki's Super Ethical Reality Climax. <laughs> <laughs> and what you do is you're basically uh, in there and it's like a... 
uh, I don't know how to call that. It's like a like a Ninja Warrior style um, like game where you're supposed to get from A to B, and mm -hmm. uh, you have a bunch of like weirdly clothed mascots that you have to shoot, and they're shooting at you. And right. you get a bunch of different weapons, and uh, they keep talking. Like also the commentary, like the humor in this game is awesome. It's really awesome. Like in in one of those like mini games, you're basically you know you're running around, you're shooting people, and the commentators you can hear them. They're like, oh, uh, you know, as the head of the uh, the uh, I don't remember how the city is called the. I don't know, Los Santos Saints, um, he's probably used to that amount of violence. Um, and then they just comment, and then all of a sudden, one of them is like, uh, so have you ever been to this place? And the other's like, no, but I heard uh, it's it's not so nice. And then the other guy's like, yeah, you know, I've been there once, and I gotta say, it kind of smells like shit. <laughs> oh, really? Like the whole place? No, just my car. After this random dump truck just dumped all its load in my car. <laughs> and then it's just awkward silence. They just let you play and you're like, okay, well, that's probably it. <laughs> after, after a while, one of the commentators is like, so how do you get the shit out of your car? <laughs> and, and the other guy is just like in his typical like commentator voice. With a tooth, <laughs> with a toothbrush, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like those small little things within that game where you're like, okay, that's cool. But like game mechanic-wise and the way it like the the aiming system is horrible. It mm. has no auto lock at all, which for a console game is it's really it makes bad. It really hard. Yeah, and it's it's. Yeah, it's it's challenging, but I think it's like difficulty wise, it's okay. Um, but you just see that all the movements. I don't know how to say that. Like they, everything looks exaggerated, kind of. Right. Okay. It's just you know that this game was released. I don't know, like eight years ago or something. I, I'm not well, sure when you it remember in was Vice released. City exactly. how the fucking guy Tommy Versetti, the way he jumps. Actually, all, <laughs> right. actually, all of the Grand Theft Autos they have weird jumping animations for some reason. Like it's like all of the developers have they're all like fat neck beards and they've never actually seen a human being leap before. <laughs> so they're just kind of like this is a theoretical model of what a fit human, <laughs> how a fit human performs, kind of thing. <laughs> Um, but I think I think probably at first they genuinely programmed it that way because I don't know they couldn't do any better, and yeah. I figured that you know possibly at least when they came to GTA Four they were like okay people are making fun of this let's just include that. <laughs> so, yeah. It's uh, okay. So that reminds me a little bit. Did you, you played Far Cry Three, right? Yes. Yeah, and um, like that was a really great game. Honestly, that game was like probably one of one of uh, the pinnacles of like game development era i would say and then it went down and then you know there was like peaks and valleys along that but far cry 3 hit hit at the top because they released an expansion called or for actually first thing that reminded me of it was um 
the Kanye West was um, in Far Cry Three when you're going through the for the the weed fields and you're burning them with the flamethrower and it's playing mm-hmm. Damian Marley. Um, mm-hmm. th- uh, that I think he partnered with like dubstep or some or with Skrillex mm-hmm. to uh, to make that like fucking trippy <laughs> dubstep Jamaican yeah. like. Oh, it was so good. Um, but what reminded me, Saints Row, like, uh, sounds like the expansion uh, Far Cry Blood Dragon. So, okay. So I've never played Blood Dragon, but um, in Far Cry 5, there's a, uh, like, a side mission mm-hmm. where you're helping a di- director direct uh, Blood Dragon 3, I think it was. And also there's a bunch of uh, references to Blood Dragon within the game. Nice. Um, so I have an idea what, like, like this, I've also watched like a Let's Play mm-hmm. on it. Like this completely just out of this world, exaggerated, yeah. uh, like neon colored uh, fantasy of, a, of an action game. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever played that? I played it a long time ago. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't do the whole thing but like I just couldn't get over the humor of it like where he's just like gives the middle finger all the time and <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that's also something Saint Row does a lot. Like you you can like taunt people mm-hmm. and you you can choose from like I, th- I think like 20 different taunts which is everything from like uh simulated butt sex <laughs> to like uh you grinding the floor uh, to also just you know just very discreetly flipping the old bird it's like all of it is in there and uh that's also a nice touch um i i think that nowadays it's i f- <sighs> okay first of all welcome to the friends apart podcast <laughs> we are we we are in the middle of a very a very heated debate about uh, uh gaming and what uh games uh, look like right now and also the details that the devs put in there so um you will know because you've heard the last five minutes of us talking still uh i still have no idea how podcasts work so i'm just assuming that you might also just tune in now um yeah it's like a radio just yeah. sweeping the internet dials <laughs> <laughs> um so, yeah, with those those little details, you can tell, you know, whether there was heart and soul in a game. Um, and I think Cyberpunk was a recent example of that spirit sometimes being completely lost. Mm. Because, I mean, I've never played it because I wouldn't pay for that piece of shit of a game yeah uh also because i'm not insane and pre-order stuff i want to play far cry 6 i'm not gonna pre-order it though i'm not stupid um and i've watched like hours of gameplay of cyberpunk by different streamers because apparently everyone experiences different different like glitches and stuff um yeah, there's pretty also- pretty wide range yeah, also depending whether it was PC or console or whatever. And uh I don't know, man. Like the just the audacity of of those devs releasing the game whilst you know having claimed months before we would never release an unfinished game. Like you've known us from The Witcher, like we know you love our games and 
The Witcher, I, I've played it. I didn't play it through mm -hmm. uh, because my console actually died. But it's, you know, it was an awesome game. It felt immersive. Yeah. It had... And yeah, it's a it's a really highly rated game. Yeah, and it also did so because the characters had depth to them, and the whole world just felt alive. Everything felt alive. You, yeah. you you never felt like you were playing sections of a game. I guess. Yeah. Well, I think and Cyberpunk was like, it's a case of, I think a good idea that was much broader in scope than what the probably management side of things was willing to tolerate. And they're like, all right, you're taking, this is taking like a hundred million dollars and it's taking too long. Get it out the door. And then yeah. obviously the devs take the fall for it because mm -hmm. there's like people are like, why would you release this? And they're like, well, we did, we were told to, like we were ordered to release it. Uh, but, but then again, sorry, let me just, close the window because there's screaming children outside <laughs> stop having fun ah uh, Germany uh, I'm gonna be the best old grumpy man um, so anyways uh, you know how after a, you still there? Yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Just patiently uh, listening. So, okay. <laughs> so after, I don't know, like a month or something after release, uh, like Project CD Red, like they, uh, released a statement saying that they're going to, uh, compensate people you know, if they want to return a game. And, right, yeah. Uh, also that they're going to introduce a lot of bug fixes and stuff. And uh, just on Reddit, like, I don't know, this past week, um, <laughs> there was a compilation of, like, a guy playing Cyberpunk. And he was like, so, I was really excited to look into that game again because of all those promised patches. Oh, mm -hmm. here you go. My car has no wheels anymore, is burning, and I'm neither taking damage nor do I stop driving. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I and, saw that they released yeah. like a hundred page patch note thing. Like mm. and that wasn't enough. Uh, yeah. Probably I, I they, multiple yeah. ostensibly. I haven't been following. Yeah. I guess probably. I mean, I have no idea how that stuff actually works, you know, but I think there's just a high likelihood of them just realizing, you know, they really fucked up and uh probably it was so severely deeply broken that everything they did was just to try you know to keep the collateral slow yeah and uh yeah i mean this game is not going to be salvaged no one even if they patched every single thing i don't think people would be like yeah this the, this is exactly the game that we were waiting for yeah well it's so damaged now that they're never going to recoup their losses if they do follow through with fixing it. That's just yeah. like, it's just the, that it's tarnished. The image yeah. is, is just, is damaged beyond repair. Especially if you check out like, like Valve did it with Half-Life, for example, they did a genius move in my opinion. Like after Half-Life 2, um, I, I remember last year during lockdown, uh, I played Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2, um, mm -hmm. like directly after each other. 
And I gotta say, like, even Half-Life 1, obviously the graphics don't hold up at all. Um, but uh, it was a good game. And Half-Life 2 actually still does hold up. It looks, it still looks nice. Um, the, the mechanics are awesome. And it's, it's an awesome game. And, you know, it was released, like, I don't know, fucking 2004 or something. Like, ridiculously long ago now. Mm-hmm. And... So people have been waiting for Halo 3 because Halo 2 has an open ending. And Valve kept hinting at like a new project like the past years. And it did and did and did. And people were waiting. And then Valve went ahead and released uh, Half-Life Alex, which I'm not sure if you're familiar with that VR game they released. No, I'm ashamed to say I haven't played any of the Half-Life games, which I know no, is sacrilege you- for a gamer, but well i don't know i've never really watched seinfeld so meh uh but (sighs) (laughs) yeah so uh yeah anyway so you gotta so first off you really gotta play the games at least half-life 2 because it's uh I'm i'm familiar with the hype around it i know that much yeah but it's so the story is quite intricate and i would really for everyone who hasn't played half life at all don't play half life 1 because it's just tedious at some point because it's not that enjoyable to play anymore. Um, just watch a video on YouTube, you know, getting the gist of what it was all about and then start with Half-Life 2. Play it, really pay attention and uh, you're going to have an awesome time. And Oh, it's $2. Nice. Y- yeah, get it, dude. It's, it's an it. awesome game. Yeah. And... I even, like, after playing Half-Life what, uh, 1 and 2, I watched, like, videos about it, uh, putting everything together, even uh, even more so because there were, like, uh, like spin-offs and uh, more chapters to it that I didn't play mm-hmm. um, that go even more into, like, the details of the story. So I would really, after, after you are done playing Half-Life 2, just watch a video about the whole thing. And then it's going to make sense. And then it, also the hype around it is going to make sense because the story is really nicely done. And um, so Half-Life 2 definitely still for me is one of the benchmark games when it comes to to like first-person shooters, mm-hmm. definitely. And so now they build up all this hype, right, around Half-Life 3. And then they re- uh, released Half-Life Alex, which was a VR game. Um, about Alex, a character from the Half-Life games, um, one that appears in one and Half-Life two, and instead of you know chronologically building on the first parts, they kind of jump back in time more or less. Um, also, I don't have VR, so I I haven't played it, and I've only watched a little bit of of the gameplay, like maybe an hour or two, not mm-hmm. more. Um, but apparently this is like the new benchmark game for VR now. Okay. So in the beginning, you like, you can watch that. And like you wake up and you're like in this, this old apartment uh, uh, building um, and you're looking outside and, you know, obviously in VR, everything looks different, but even without the VR headset, it really, really looks like you are actually there looking outside a window, mm-hmm. going outside on balcony and just seeing one of those, I don't remember the names, it's like a huge robot that looks like a huge spider. And they're like walking in the background. And uh, 
it looks so fucking real. And VR games so far have been, you know, it's an interesting concept, but no dev ever really put the effort into it to actually make a real game with it. Um, and yeah, Valve did. Because, well, Valve and VR, they, of course, belong together. But they did a brilliant job at uh, making this game. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, was almost like 15 years after the release of Half-Life 2. Still no Half-Life 3, though. <laughs> and people were a little salty about that. But this like game you just can't possibly live up to the hype now. They'll be like, well, it's garbage. Comes out like it didn't, they, you know... <clears throat> They'd be like, yeah, it's not good enough. I think, I guess that's probably why they met Alex. To, you know, like, just to, to stop the momentum for a bit. To, to, you know, having delivered something completely unexpected, people are probably so baffled now that they're like, well, I mean, holy shit, you got us good. I mean, <laughs> let's see what's, mm -hmm. what's to come. And, uh, yeah, I think they did a brilliant job. And then on the other end, you have Cyberpunk, where you're like, you, you could have done it. You, yeah. You definitely could have. Just, you know, <sighs> they, they cracked under the pressure. It's, it's such a shame. I mean, I okay, so we when I was a kid, we were, like, tr developing this game because we were obsessed with Grand Theft Auto. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had this idea of, uh, of a game that... Um, was basically the most realistic, like, in-depth. You could literally do anything. It was like, I mean, we were in, we were young kids and we lived in Toronto, so we were like, okay, it's fully mapped Toronto. And you can go into every single building. Every single building is accessible. You can go anywhere and do stuff. And um, mm. basically, like, the star citizen of, of like, open-world yeah. exploration yeah. games. And, uh, and it's just like, now that I look back on it, like that would have been just a, t like a 15 plus year project. Like when I think yeah. about it, even, um, so there was like, there was a MMO called Wildstar that, uh, mm -hmm. I think, I think was amazing. Um, a lot of the devs on the original world of Warcraft team moved to this company. So it mm -hmm. was very heavily influenced by World of Warcraft. And I think they did a really good job with the art style and everything it was perfect. But the game took eight years from start to finish because they had to build like their own engine and everything. And then all the world and stuff, eight solid years and like over a hundred million dollars or something to build mm -hmm. this game. And then it lasted two years because, because of some other choices they made that just were not like, casual friendly and it was really like punishing to people who didn't want to commit their entire lives to it mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then it and then like in two years or three years it was just like shut down all of that money and time for for nothing shit and it's like it's such a fucking waste all of the effort and i like people have really great ideas and they just take so much money to develop games and like i think the tools are getting easier like this whole entire game development platforms um now that make development a lot easier than it used to be probably 10 15 years ago but mm -hmm. it's still i don't know it's just a real shame because i think yeah but it, yeah i don't know go ahead I, I totally agree with you uh i just think like 
you're now facing different problems than before. So there's this one video I saw on Reddit where someone took the Unreal Engine 5 mm -hmm. and uh, like basically did a little snippet of like a Superman game with it. Uh, just basically Superman just, you know, taking off to fly. Yeah. And just the realism of like everything surrounding it is so insane. But nowadays, I don't really think that in most games you would really get people by good looks. So I don't think... So nowadays, you know, even shitty games usually look good. Uh, or, mm -hmm. you know, decent at least. Yeah, there's a perfect example of... Uh, there was an MMO that originally started to like huge uh, controversy called Ashes of Creation because uh -huh. they were using the Unreal Engine's like stock asset store that you can just people like upload assets and you can just buy them yeah, um, and use them. And so the, the entire world was just like stock Unreal Engine assets. Yeah, I, I've read about that. Yeah, yeah and people I were remember. like, this is obviously a scam. They just built a world enough to like yeah. get a Kickstarter fund and then they're just going to disappear, which I think is mm -hmm. actually what the goal was, but then it actually... I think they slowly decided that it was actually worth pursuing because they might be able to make more money. Um, now it's got a huge following. Yeah. Yeah, so... I think when it comes to, you know, offline games or games in general that are story-driven, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's just way different than before. Like, GTA was, like, the hallmark when it came to this is what voice acting and uh, sound and mm -hmm. uh, not so much necessarily graphics uh, even though GTA 3 for its time was was amazing obviously but uh, especially the voice acting the writing uh, the storytelling everything GTA just perfected that craft mm -hmm. and especially with like GTA 5 where they managed to you know combine three different characters and made because at first i was actually kind of deterred by the concept of playing free characters because gta 4 still up to this day is my favorite game of all time because the character nico that you play in gta 4 okay like he was such a well-crafted well-developed um deep deep character um and I was like, ah, I don't know about GTA V, man. Playing free characters, I don't think I'm gonna like, you know, bond as well with free characters than I would with one. Right. But it it totally worked. They they totally made it work. It, they they created three completely different characters. All of them were really interesting. Uh, the the humor of those games, the um. The storytelling, everything is just so on point. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I apart from like, you know, obviously the huge online platform uh, it created with people like still playing it a bunch. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I, I recently read that they are now stopping support for pay, PS3, <laughs> which I was <laughs> like, holy shit, they, they really supported that for a while. Um. And yeah, so now, you know, when it comes to like depth of playing GTA, still is definitely, you know, that's who you have to beat. 
and people will not be satisfied with you know you not being able to enter most buildings like for red at redemption 2 for example um even though it still f followed like the gta formula mm -hmm. you were able to enter basically almost every building which was insane to me without any loading screens in between without you know nothing mm -hmm. it, it it totally immersed you yeah and com combine that with like a really really good engine and really good graphics and i can definitely see how that just takes almost a decade to to develop absolutely um yeah yeah i it makes me um uh what am i thinking of like i mean skyrim is a great example of a game that obviously at the for the time like i don't i wouldn't say the graphics were outstanding even when it did come out but the sheer size of it and the quality of the writing and i mean they hired one swedish guy like they probably could have got a couple more voice actors i don't know why they skimped on <laughs> on the number yeah, of voice actors you you want to get those sweets yeah but like other than the fact that it's one guy voicing all the males for the most part um <laughs> they really could have um like it was i mean it still holds true like i've just bought the special edition today and yeah. i was gonna download it again because mm -hmm. um even though i've been playing other games like i've been playing world of warcraft for 15 years i canceled my membership today because i just don't have the free time but when i do i was like i'm gonna play skyrim again because it is a really great game and there's always something new to discover mm -hmm. and that is such a perfect example of like an old game that is like the quality persists past the mm -hmm. the visual aspect of it and then obviously mm -hmm. the, even the developers there they they added a re like uh what is it like yeah like re reskinned it basically so it's like more modern graphics and then you mm -hmm. basically essentially have a new game awesome yeah yeah and i and think about it i don't know when was skyrim released 2011 damn holy shit 10, 10 years, years ago, ago. Yeah, and think about it. There's going to be a whole new generation of gamers who are uh, now potentially getting into Skyrim and are discovering it in, in like completely fresh. And that's amazing. That's great. And I think, you know, there's a lot of stuff that developed during the last past, you know, 10 years mm -hmm. in, in gaming, you know, like Battle Royale games and stuff like that. Uh, like Fortnite player notes battlegrounds and so on uh it's there's new stuff that definitely happened also now i think even more so during uh you know the whole pandemic um you know social games online like fall guys and uh oh, what's yeah. what's that what's that fucking game with like the uh uh god we have to lie to survive basically something alone it's it's not called marriage. It's called. <laughs> uh, how do we not know that? That's I, like I know what you're talking about. Fucking. That's like fucking hell. That's like the game right now. No, it's. it's I think the. I think the hype's died down for that too. But I know what your game. I know what. To, know what you're talking fucking about. Fucking hell! How, oh god, that's gonna bug me the whole evening. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna look that up now um hang on fuck. aoc did streams of this game 
Uh, Among Us. Among Us. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, Among Us. So, uh, something obviously, alone. <laughs> yeah, that that totally just threw me off. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, you know, shitty graphics, very very easy, um, you know, very low barrier of entry, mm-hmm. I guess. And uh, fosters kind of a sense of community, even though you're kind of supposed to lie to each other, and. Also, games like that are really taking off right now because, you know, kids can play it on their phone. Um, they don't need the best computers to play it. Uh, it's, I think that's great. It's, it's awesome that that's possible. But I'm also very glad that, like, bigger game development didn't come to a halt. Like, <sighs> I think it's kind of similar to, like, movies and shows now. So, those, like big big drama shows like breaking bad and stuff like that right they didn't take the place of movies just like among us didn't take the place of like gta right because it's like it's it's catering to two completely different you know Mm -hmm. needs i guess uh and i'm very glad that it's still like the development of story driven games open world games is still going on and i'm very 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 and i might eat my words later i, I don't care <laughs> i'm very i'm very excited for far cry 6 actually um they finally gave your character a voice again <laughs> which is something that wasn't far cry 1 but uh, wasn't in far cry 2 what do you mean gave them a voice now you have a voice as the so your character in like Far Cry Five, for example, didn't have a voice. He never talked at what? all. He doesn't yeah. three. Uh, in the cutscenes, he does, but in the in the game, I'm quite sure he doesn't. Oh, yeah. Oh, like he's just like muttering to himself, like talking to himself, kind of thing. Kinda, okay. yeah. But it's like you know, it's like when you're on fire, you're screaming and stuff. Yeah, right, but yeah. But they're not like uh, talking to other people directly, and oh, I got you. Yeah. So now your character—I uh, think she's a woman that you're playing, and I think it's set in Cuba. Um, and it seems very different, but also very similar in some way. Mm-hmm. And I'm really looking forward to it. It it, it seems really cool, and uh, I'm most likely gonna get it once the first reviews are in, and uh, you know. It's been thoroughly checked for uh, a, a level of... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think I will too, actually. That reminds... Like, I mean, I just thought of an idea of a game that would be really fun, but also Shoot. really controversial. Is, uh, is, it, is, it, is it Dude Sim Alaska? <laughs> 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 there was a Triforce podcast reference for everyone who, yeah. who didn't get that one. <laughs> Dude Sim, no, uh, it's a... Uh, Drug smuggler simulator. Um, oh, for real? Y- y- yeah, like um, no. What what I'm proposing is a drug su- drug smuggling simulator where, yeah. like, kind of like GTA ish, but then you basically you have to, but you have to like make meetings and stuff, and it's like none of it's scripted. It's not like a story driven thing. It's like you actually have to track the coast guard and the and like the the boats like physical location and gps and shit like that and then actually like 
coordinate where you're going to drop it off on an island and like actually navigate physically navigate your boat there stuff like that i think would be awesomely fun actually because it's just like this always perpetual sense of danger like you could get caught and then like actually succeeding is it would be really really rewarding and fun um only in a game though you know drug smuggling in, in general uh highly illegal it's practice in- but <laughs> it's it's interesting how immediately my mind as well went to uh, but you know i mean that's kind of like glorifying drug smuggling says the guy who just like an hour ago played a game where he literally blew a guy's face away uh <laughs> who was dressed up as a hot dog and uh, was cheated <laughs> by a crowd. Um, right. So what I was, I, yeah. I was going to say this like a, a while ago, but I was going to preface it with the fact that I think by now we've learned that games like Grand Theft Auto don't perpetuate or incentivize violence in children. Yeah. As, as like yeah. parents in the, in the late early two thousands were terrified they would. It's clear and they now still that are. D- they, they, yeah. they, they still are. But yeah, it's like uh, scientifically, yeah. I mean, the evidence definitely points to there, you know, not being any connection. But yeah. I think in the in the minds of a lot of people, um, it's it still kind of is. Um, but yeah, no. But okay, no. But let's get <laughs> back to your concept because I, I want to workshop it a bit. So yeah, yeah, sure. So I think it, it would be a really interesting online game, actually. Oh, you could because, coordinate with people, yeah. Yeah, but also, you know, there could be a party that plays, you know, like uh, like CS, you, terrorists, counter-terrorists. Holy you could, shit, yeah. Some They'd people could be play the Coast like, Guard. Like, exactly. And, uh, I mean, it's, yeah, it, it could be a really interesting thing. Um, I just, I'm just, so... My problem with that, so in, for example, GTA and also Saints Row, when you play like missions where you drop off something, okay? Mm-hmm. Mostly it's drugs, let's be real. Um, <laughs> you, you know, you're basically like followed by cops and you have like, you know, like a fucking chopper like shooting at you. Uh, you have like just an army behind you and you reach a destination and you drop off the package and that's it. Yeah. And it's like, police just forgot where you are uh-huh. and uh i mean okay yeah i think in gta 5 you actually have to lose police first before you like before you're able to finish the mission mm-hmm. but i just don't think that would happen if you would have like real players involved no the way so, i see it is like a combination of rust and battlefield mm-hmm. t- combined where it's like a long-term mm-hmm. large-scale thing that like goes on for like you know it, it, it would have to be like a long-term like a running game that would last for like a week or something holy shit dude think about okay think about it one okay there's one team playing as like like cocaine producers in like fucking colombia mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. and they are playing against another team which is playing like the drug enforcement in colombia but they need to manage to get this stuff like over the border to Mm -hmm. the next team or maybe no themselves so there's one team playing oh fuck 
this is <laughs> oh god i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna workshop the shit out of this so there's like one team that plays like the drug people and one team that plays like the dea equivalent whatever and so it all starts like in the producing country like south america mexico wherever and first you have to evade the authorities there smuggle it over the border okay then uh once like one team has won that round they get a point okay Mm -hmm. then the next round starts now for example you're in florida and you are still you know the drug smugglers and uh the other team is still like law enforcement they try to catch you there now you're trying to you know get it into the cities trying to get it distributed in the cities and then it would be like a whole like kind of like mini games of not just that big kind of like delivery stuff mm-hmm. but also like sort of like a little single player mode where you could play you know like a drug runner basically who who's got like i don't know like a kilo of coke on him and he has to distribute it in florida without mm-hmm. getting caught yeah and holy shit you could make it round based and like every bigger round gets like points and after like a week the whole game is finished yeah and yeah, yeah. okay shit. so did you ever play in battlefield 3 there's a game called domination i think or Domin- yeah domination and it's basically like it's a progressive game where you one side defends these it's kind of like seek and destroy where you have to um search and yeah. destroy where you have to plant a bomb at a, at a target to blow it up um mm-hmm. but this like because battlefield has like the destructive environment and everything um what happens is like one team is on the offense and they're trying to destroy the thing and the other team is trying to stop them and if they destroy it then another objective like 100 200 meters away is is the next one so i would kind of see it that way where each person can play a bunch of different roles and they accumulate points where you like you can be a ground smuggler you could be on a container ship with an ar-15 shooting down like a helicopter yeah and um and then like on the defensive side on like the dea side Mm -hmm. anytime you either make a bust or like you make headway towards figuring out where they're like destination is going to be would award you Mm -hmm. points and then in the end it's not like whoever makes the final drop or something it would be like whoever basically makes more progress whoever gets away with more or whoever stops more exactly yeah that sounds awesome but i think we so i mean it could be that you know once we 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 submitted that idea to to a production studio it might be that we would be getting some notes <laughs> so let's just also you know keep in mind the possible alternate outcome which could be us being bakers trying to distribute very sweet cakes to a diabetes-ridden country. <laughs> so, might be that they will have to mellow it down a bit, you know? <laughs> Maybe. I'm, but I'm thinking, yeah. like, the, the existence of GTA. Yeah, 
it's, like maybe. And yeah. I, I mean, fucking Battlefield is violent as hell. Like, I know, but it's not about you know. We've talked about this in the past, dude. I, I mean, the like especially North America, violence is okay. You know, it's like yeah. Hey, we we have an amendment for that. You know, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as soon as it comes to like non-christian things uh, apart from you know the commandment about murder i mean that's basically a fluke but i think probably drugs like how would you call that game like drug lords like Um. what i mean it's a bit it's a bit you know like i mean you could call it catch me if you can if we could get the copyright Mm, give give me a minute. I gotta think of a name for that. But yeah, I I know what you mean though. Like drugs somehow it it's glorifies it for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, you could call it logistic simulator. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's probably already a game in the same catalog as track <laughs> farm simu- tractor simulator. <laughs> You ever played one of those games, like Farm Simulator and stuff? I played for two minutes. I drove a tractor at four miles an hour and I quit. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, it's... Oh, God. It's so funny to me how people basically want to play, like, life in the village where I came from. <laughs> <laughs> they want to play real life. It's so strange. It's like... Me playing Canadian Simulator and basically, like, you know, like just eating donuts from from Tim Hortons. Yeah, you and, like, walk around. You have, all day. you have four buttons. One says A. One says, "Watch out, buddy." <laughs> one says, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> <laughs> the other was contextual for like whether you want to ex- mean- <laughs> either flip someone off or say hi. Oh god, it's it also is very much you you know it's combinable. You you can go like, hey, fuck you, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> but you but you could also be like, fuck you, buddy. A, <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah, and then you like it's, it's you got a contextual button. You're serving, you're like hosting a house party, and you got a keg of beer, and people ask if where where the beer is, and then and then it's just like fill your boots. Or, I don't know, you <laughs> get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, if, if there was a Bavarian simulator, uh, it, oh, that wouldn't turn out, it would be very racist. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be a major issue. Like, you, you cannot, like, it would be like portraying human culture without rum. Mm. It's like, you know, it's not the, it's, it's not the, you know, part we're proudest of because it caused a lot of problems, but it's still there. You can't ignore it in a game. Can't call it a simulator without it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. So I, I think the drug simulator is something that we that we will have to workshop before release. But I'm willing to bring that. Uh, I I live I live near Halifax and Ubisoft Halifax is is <laughs> right down the road from where uh, my fiance works so i am i will hand deliver this game to them and they will probably Please. tell me to leave i'm sure <laughs> so just okay just listen to me listen to me for a second hear me so out. hear me out 
It's it's about is it's about me selling drugs, okay? And I so okay, no wait a second. It's not no not like that. You you also have to shoot people. <laughs> oh fuck no no okay that came out wrong. So okay, it's all about smuggling drugs into the U.S. and uh, just trying to uh, you know. All right, listen. That, that, it's about getting drugs into the hands of minors. Is that that's as clear as I can be? <laughs> it's the ultimate goal. <laughs> I can't make it any clearer than that. And then there's like a mini game where you just randomly throw around like little packets of like meth. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone you hit is like a bonus point. I think I think what would be important for this game is that they don't qua- classify what type of drug it is, and it's probably a made-up drug. So it would have to like look completely different. It would have it would be in like a can or something. And the slogan would be sniff it, inject it, drink it. Put it up your ass. We don't care. We don't know what it is. <laughs> but it makes you high. <laughs> we just know it makes you feel great. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. No, no, I think you should definitely pitch that to Ubisoft. I think they're all out of ideas now. I mean, they're at like Assassin's Creed, I don't know, 15 now or something. Yeah, surely they need some new new uh, ideas. I don't know if Ubisoft is the company that would uh, take that on. They tend to be much more of a, let's say, PG game company what else do they do no, no, not not really they do cell, far cry there's far cry splinter cell assassin's creed uh uh they did rayman yeah i think there's some more that i can't think of at the moment splinter cell rainbow six question mark probably probably if they did splinter cell it's like a tom clancy series i guess they also did yeah did that also, what the fuck's up with Tom Clancy? I mean, that guy's he fucked, just, man. Yeah, yeah, tell me. Uh, oh no, I mean just in general, he writes books and they're he's just <laughs> obsessed. He's obsessed with the military and uh he's he's just um he's just like like he's what like, like what you going to do well, read him? I don't know anything about him, but I get the impression that he's a wannabe Hunter S Thompson a little bit. Mm. Sorry, it was Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson wrote uh, um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and uh, Fight Club. And um, he's just a legendary. He's fucking, he's like an alcoholic. He's a bad shit. Or he's dead now, but he's a, he was a bad shit crazy, like gun enthusiast. Politi- he had like super strong political beliefs. Fascinating guy. Absolutely fascinating, but bad mm-hmm. shit crazy. And wrote some of the most prolific, like english language novels uh of the last century um Hmm. but he's obsessed with the military and stuff too i think and um so you're actually quite right uh let me just try and translate that in in real time so after his uh so after he finished high school he uh studied english literature uh in fucking 1969 (laughs) And uh, he then applied for uh, the Reserve Officer Training Corps. But because of bad eyesight, he was declined. After that, he released his first novel. So (laughs) I think 
you you might be you might be very much uh God he looks right. like a pedophile. Oh my god. Oh shit. Oh, just oh, god, look no. at some just like look up uh some photos of him. He is not yeah. a charismatic he, looking man. He looks like he likes to touch people at <laughs> inappropriate places. I hope nobody is a diehard fan of Tom Clancy or I'm, oh, they're gonna let us know. <laughs> I mean, okay, listen up. If you're offended and you loved Jack Ryan and you're offended because we're making fun of Tom Clancy, go fuck yourself. That like if you can't separate the fictional, you know, content from the <laughs> real <Yeah>. person. <laughs> So I gotta say, in all fairness, that uh, I've read uh, Jack Ryan books, mm-hmm. and uh, they were fun. I was like, I don't know, fifteen or something when I read them. That was cool, uh, but you know, I I think it's interesting how this guy actually managed to to like get his name on on that much shit. That's just in popular culture now, uh, especially in like gaming culture, mm-hmm. like. Holy fuck. I mean, yeah, there's the book, Rainbow Six, but the whole series, Rainbow Six, and I gotta say, in all honesty, there was a bunch of killer games out there. Like, Rainbow Six Vegas 2? Fuck. That was a good game. Um, Yeah, it was. And, I mean, Splinter Cell I never liked because I never was, you know, much for, for you know, sneaking Stealth. around. Oh, I love it. I, I, it's been a play Skyrim. I'm going to make another thief as soon as I, as soon as we're done here. Uh, oh, no, <laughs> I love sneaking. You. That's nah, that's, that's just, no, no, that, that's just not my, my, uh, my thing. I'm always more of, you know, like a two handed warrior kind of people. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's what I want to go for. Just like fuck people up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, the only thing I always use to skill is like pickpocketing. Like that's that's just handy. That's just practical. I mean that that's awesome. Like even in fucking Saints Row Three, I leveled up a skill that like once I bump into people, I steal their money, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And then I just beat them up with a giant dildo. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> it's an awesome game. <laughs> you tried it in real life; it actually works. Yeah, like the biggest dildo I could find was only like I don't know, like sixteen inches. But oh, the man, ones you got to go to Amsterdam. Like, the, <laughs> <laughs> we saw oh yeah we saw one there yeah, called the great american challenge <laughs> oh what the fuck yeah <laughs> oh god yeah no but uh yeah also i'm really glad that we stuck on this this whole gaming theme because i wrote down like stuff during the week as i tend to do for the podcast mm-hmm. like you know stuff that we could talk about and um I'm going to be totally honest with you. I have no idea what rolling go is supposed to mean. <laughs> that's, that's what I wrote down. And uh, I, can, I can only imagine that autocorrect was very creative on that one. <laughs> and I'm still trying to, to figure out, because it's dated for today, if it's something that I uh, wrote down for the podcast or if I wrote it down for, you know, something actually important that i need to do and probably forgot to do by now um I'm, con- I'm offended that you don't consider this podcast to be equally as important as your career aspects or ap- oh no f- f- fuck fuck this shit like uh like for real i i mean we're in season two now so we should do at least like three four episodes where we just generally hate each other <laughs> um 
because that's an arc that wasn't explored in season one. That's true, yeah. And, and fuck you, uh, guy. Well, well, f- f- fuck you. F- fuck we'll you. Fuck it. you too. We'll workshop A. it. A. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Oh man. So one last thing I want to talk about for today because I. I, I am, as always, sitting in my kitchen, looking out uh, the... I'm actually not looking out the windows. There's blinds in front of the windows uh, because I'm fucking afraid of nature. Um, <laughs> I was going to go with so, it's dark there, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not dark. It's still like it's bright outside. But um, our weather has been a mess. So for the past... So last podcast... I was I was uh, uh, exclaiming for draining the swamp because you know my balls were sweaty, but um, now it's like oh wait a second pizza arrived and I'm not sure if my girlfriend got it wait a second. Mm. The crusty crab pizza is the pizza for you and me. Crusty crab crab pizza is the pizza for you and me. Feel free to edit that out if you want. Or keep it, I don't care. Okay, I'm back. Sorry, pizza. Um so the last week I was I was very much complaining about how hot it was here. And now the last past week, we've basically, our weather resembles Japan during typhoon season. <laughs> Holy fuck. What, what the fuck is happening here? Like we have like 30 degrees during the day. Yeah. And uh, you know that I already got my first real sunburn. And then at night, it's just like thunderstorm like yeah, the worst thunderstorm i but it's it's so bad i've never experienced it in like with that frequency so usually it's like yeah you have to like once a week maybe during summer here especially during like earnings uh, uh, like early summer right now mm-hmm. um but this is just insane like every single night and you know like i can't sleep when when there's thunderstorm out there like i'm basically like half dog and uh it's it's horrible Uh, and right now it's so it's so fucking humid here and it's i don't the fuck like i live in germany we're supposed to you know have like three days of summer and the rest of it just drink beer to keep us warm yeah uh i love it i because i lived in florida for a while and Mm -hmm. uh we would get like insane thunderstorms i actually when i was a baby uh i sat through hurricane andrew which was one of the worst hurricanes to hit to the u.s mm-hmm. and uh but like i remember fondly like we would have like a screened in outside area to um and we would eat dinner out there sometimes and it was just like fucking pouring torrential downpours but then like crazy like forked lightning such loud thunder and it, it was just like a normal occurrence and uh i Holy think i just shit. i think i just grew to love it like i something about that is, it just it almost like it transforms the outside world to a completely different world. That for a brief time is just like it's just some it's another place basically. 
I genuinely admire your capability of seeing the positive in such <laughs> shitty weather. Uh, that's that's good. Um, but no, it's definitely like nah. It's definitely not for me. And uh, I I really hope it's it's gonna be over soon. Uh, even though it was cold way too long here, um, I we you know. We don't have any moderation anymore in weather here. I mean, some might say that's due to climate change, but to those people, I say, read up on the facts, man. Um, but it's it's definitely getting more and more and more extreme because Germany always had, you know, like very moderate weather. We had actual seasons, four seasons, and now it's basically just, you know, it's cold and then it's warm. And then it's cold again. Yeah, and summer started really early there. I was kind of, I was very surprised. I mean, it was nice yeah. com- compared to Canada, but like it was, it was a shock. I mean, this year it started really late. Like this year, it didn't start until Ju- uh, June at all, and up until then it was like freezing cold still. It had like ten degrees or something, mm. so it was really bad. But yeah, so uh, the swamp has been drained for today, um, thankfully. And uh, also for you, dear listener, I hope your swamp is going to be drained soon. Um, I'm now going to induce uh, uh, meat sweats um, by eating way too much uh, pizza with way too much uh, pulled beef on there. Ooh. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know it. I'm making uh, a South African uh, sweet potato stew for dinner. So, like, is that, like, half a boiled potato? Yeah. (laughs) There's coconut in there, too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that is okay. That is okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you you enjoy, buddy. And you, dear listeners, I hope you uh, are going to enjoy your meals today as much as I enjoyed this podcast. I'm just going to leave it at that. And, um, yeah. Talk to you next week, probably, hopefully. If if not, then not. Um, actually, we are probably gonna have a, a break next week. We will, so yeah. Not, I think so. It's not not one hundred percent certain, but probably. But uh, you know, what's a week in the grand scheme of things? Uh, yeah. Well, let's just hope our listener statistics don't go back to zero, and we gotta claw our way back up to mostly Google crawlers listening to it. So. Oh, that's okay then. You, I mean, I just crave the attention of anyone, and if it's our AI overlords, I'm totally fine with that. Fair enough. Yeah, that's that's all right. Okay, buddy, it was a pleasure talking to you again. And uh, you guys, uh, go ahead, follow us on Twitter at Friends Apart Pod or uh, shoot us a mail, um, Friends Apart Pod at gmail.com. Um, yeah, if you haven't done it already, just you know, follow us. Uh, our podcast on the app you're listening to if you're on stitcher just let me reiterate just fuck you buddy eh? okay good so with that uh have a good one talk to you next week bye bye